Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Second and Nine podcast. Uh, today, we're recording with you guys on December 28th, uh, Saturday morning. Actually, I think it's almost Saturday afternoon already. Uh, sorry we missed last week. We had a lot of busy stuff going on with uh, Christmas and everything. But uh, what's going on, Tony? You said you recovered yet from that, uh, that Cowboys loss to the Eagles? I'm, uh, no, I'm absolutely you know, heartbroken that I'm so much so I'm dropping shit over here. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like, uh, I'm broken from this, uh, this season, right? This is, this is, uh, this is going to be, um, like therapy time for me, this podcast on the Cowboys. Well then let's, uh, let's get into it then. Let's, uh, air out a lot of, uh, your frustrations and everything, especially with how that game went down, because I mean, the Cowboys offense was pretty much anemic. I mean, the, there's a lot of talk about Dak being injured and whatnot, and that's, I guess, a, uh, a partial excuse, but. Uh, how do you explain the way that they played in that game? Because it's not like the Eagles' defense has have been world beaters this season. Their de- their secondary has been torched a lot uh, to this point in the season, and the uh, Cowboys were only able to muster up nine points. Yeah, I just it, I, I don't know. What's, I honestly don't know what's wrong with the team. I don't know what's wrong with Amari Cooper. He he got benched at the on, on that fourth down play at the end of the game. He um, Tavon Austin uh, and I think. I don't think Michael Gallup was in either. I think Tavon Austin was the one receiver. I forget who the other receiver was. They, you know, they're, they're, I don't know. Jason Garrett is just like like completely lost control of the entire organization. And it's like they're not they're not playing for him anymore. They don't they don't want it. Any, you know they don't they don't want it for him. I feel like they fought for him in the past and like maybe when the team was not as good as they are even now because I feel like they are. This is one of the better talent teams that Jason Garrett's had. He's done more with a lot less than this. You know what I'm saying in, in past seasons. So it's. It's, it's inexcusable. And, like, the fact that the Eagles – I mean, again, we were talking about the Cowboys' defense before we came on. The Eagles have no receivers. Like, you, if you have – we have decent corners, even enough corners, the Cowboys should be able to, you know, lock these guys down. But the Cowboys' corners, although they're, 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 they're like decent cover skills, they have no ball skills. Byron Jones has zero ball skills. He, he cannot go up and find the football to save his life. He, he's absolutely – he's playing the man and, and, and the, the guy's hands. He's not ever turning his – head and playing the football in the air. And the Cowboys have a, a problem with that in their secondary in general. Even though they have some good players, they, they, they have very few guys that are ball hawk type of guys, which is obviously an important factor in that too. But with just, the, just how bad the Eagles are banged up on their offensive line and on their receiving core, there's no reason that this really should be happening. The Cowboys should be able to like establish the run and, like, and, and be able to be at least more competitive offensively and, 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 and a lot more competitive defensively because the Eagles defense uh, offense didn't do much. Wentz, Wentz was like, you know, knocking short passes down up and down the field and, and moving the, moving the ball, but they weren't scoring a ton of points either. The Cowboys were in the game the whole time. They had a chance the whole time if they would just do something offensively or make a play defensively. They just, they just can't do anything. They couldn't do it either. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, the season's gone in a completely different direction for the Cowboys with how, how hot they started uh, in the season. I, I think at the end of the day though, both of these teams, I can't see them really making much noise in the playoffs. We have seen a similar a situation where the, the Giants go in nine and seven and, and win the Super Bowl, but it, neither of these teams have any attributes to, in my opinion, that are like game changing that can help carry them like the, the D line did like for the Giants and that the way that that defense played. Obviously, Eli making like key plays and key throws in some of those games were big, but yeah, it, either of these teams, whether the Giants can pull off the upset this week against the, the Eagles and give uh, the Cowboys a road into the playoffs or the Eagles get it done, I think at the end of the day, 
they're probably both going out uh, in the wild card round. Yeah, I think I think either of these teams in the playoffs would be a tough out. I'm not saying I think they'd be a, a good enough team to they'd be able to play a they they'd be able to win a game, you know. But it would be unlikely. But they could. I feel like they could get a win. I feel like the Eagles could get a win, especially if they you know can get something more out of their, out of their receiving core because that's really their 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 biggest weakness right now. They're having absolutely no receivers, and uh, most a good team will take advantage of that more than the Cowboys could, obviously. So, uh, but I mean, I still could see the team. You know, the, I, the Eagles playing. Like, who, who could they? Who would they end up matching up with? They could end it's, up matching up with the Vikings, right? Could they end up with Vikings, Seahawks, or 49ers? So yeah. I, I 49ers, don't see I don't think either. Yeah, I don't see Cowboys or um, I think Seattle. Dallas I think Seattle having a chance going on the road. I think I the mean, Eagles could be Seattle. Yeah, I mean, I think if the Eagles were playing at the length, then that's one thing. But going on the road, the, the Eagles have that's been true. extremely inconsistent. You know, Russell, West, Russell Wilson is going to bring it this week. Uh, and obviously, like, uh, once we get into the playoffs, because that performance that they – The Vikings are interesting. they've had recently. The Vikings will be an interesting matchup. The Vikings will be an interesting matchup because uh, they're banged up right now, too, on their offensive weapons. Dalvin's not, not right. And uh, Thielen's still been banged up, right? So. Yeah, but they're they're a t- that's a tough place to play. I mean, Their that place gets loud. Time. Their defense is ferocious at home. I I think either way, like the Cowboys and Eagles are going out. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if either of them just got destroyed that uh, in that wild card game. Yeah, my nephew's trying to tell me how um, who's not playing for the Eagles. Like Ertz is not playing this week. I think Lane Johnson was out too. He was telling me. I was just like, all right, well, Dax hurt, and we can lose. To, we can literally lose to the Redskins. It's not out of the question that that the Giants beat the Eagles and the Cowboys still lose to the Redskins. That would be – that would really be, like, the perfect way for the season to end, I feel like. I think that there – I would be shocked if the Eagles blew this game. And that's not me thinking that the Eagles really are that good of a team. I think that – They're not. The, Gi- the Giants are still the same team that we've been uh, dealing with. Don't, don't let yeah. the last week kid you. They put up 41 points against the Redskins, but – and Daniel Jones had, or I guess we would call him again, Danny Dimes. Giants have weapons, bro. Passes. Giants have weapons. No, they they do. And, and the Eagles uh, secondary is banged up, and Darby now is now out for season two. He's done. Yeah, so. but I, I think so. The one thing that scares me about this game is like when we do our picks, it's a, a four point spread. So that is like right on the cusp of uh, me wanting to maybe go play each side. Uh, we'll get into our picks in a minute, but. I don't. I can't see the the Eagles blowing this game. You you can't after getting that big win, playing like good defense, or I guess holding the the Cowboys to below ten points. So whether it's good defense or not, or poor offensive play, that's one yeah. one conversation. But it's uh yeah it's I think I think it's a diff. Oh wait, hold on one sec. Sorry about that. I actually just uh, knocked out my. Uh, my headphone cord, but uh, yeah, I guess what, what I was, uh, my point, what I was trying to make is that the Eagles are definitely not going to, going to blow this game. Maybe Daniel Jones has another nice game. Cause uh, like you said, the, the giants are showing uh, that they do have some weapons. They don't even have Evan Ingram playing either. So yeah. uh, I, I mean, you can see maybe Barkley busting off a, a big play Slayton or Shepard making a, a couple plays scoring a touchdown or two, but at the end of the day, this is a, a must-win game, and I don't think I think that with the Eagles' pedigree and the fact that they have won a Super Bowl in recent years, this is a game that those type of teams don't lose. Yeah, I agree. The only thing is, like at the end of the season, at this point of the season, the injury is really coming to to play. And again, like the Cowboys couldn't take advantage of the Eagles, you know, injuries 
but doesn't mean the Giants won't be able to. It's just it, it's a matchup difference every time. Obviously, the Cowboys beat the Giants twice. It doesn't matter that they're a better team than the Giants. The Giants can still take advantage of the fact that the Eagles have no wide receivers out there and can cover them up well enough to make it difficult, and especially now that Zach Ertz is out. It's going to be just Dallas Goddard. If you know, if you can just cover up Dallas Goddard and a couple bum receivers, you really got to focus in on Miles Sanders. They can hold the Eagles down a little bit, and with their offensive weapons, they can put up some points. They, I can see them winning, a, you know, a game in the twenties, twenty eight, twenty four ish. You know, I think I can see the Giants pulling it out. I'm, I, again, I, if I was going to put money on it to win the game straight up, I would put it on the Eagles to win straight up, obviously. But um, I, I could definitely see the Giants winning this game too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really see it. Uh, it. But to counter, I guess, that argument about, like, the lack of receivers for the Eagles, I mean, Wentz has been playing better with, I, I guess, the lack of weapons that he has uh, at his disposal. And I think we, we had talked about it earlier in the season. I had made uh, one of these prop bets of 3,950 yards to over-under, took the over on Wentz, and he was pacing well behind it earlier in the season. But the past month or so, if you look at the numbers, he's – I mean, he's been putting up yardage, maybe not dropping a lot of touchdowns in there, but he's right right now he's at 3,750 yards. So, I mean, he needs 250 yards to get to 4,000. And considering, like I said, the, the pace that he was at, which was – I mean, I, I believe that there were two or three games in the first, like, month of the season that he threw for under 200 yards. Yeah, no, so, I know. He was I – mean, I was checking that out. He was pacing low. Um, but, again, like, look, I, I, I agree with you. Wentz has been, you know – playing well, especially last week and the last couple of weeks, he's been, you know, playing pretty good again, even though he's played some bad teams, he's played Miami, the Giants, the Cowboys and uh, Washington. So he's had some easy, you know, scheduling recently. He's going to play the Giants again, but he's been thrown for more yards, but yards are not always indicative of great play either. You know, Dak Prescott's, I think is number one in the league in yards. That doesn't mean he's the best quarterback in the league. Obviously like if, you know, the quarterbacks who throw for near or 4,000, you know, yards per season those are usually the better quarterbacks in the NFL that's just usually how it is but just because you're throwing for a ton of yards doesn't make you you know doesn't make you great it also means that you know it's games game script and game scenario like you know Wentz is having to carry them a little bit more now I think too and, and you know carry the load a little bit because you know he's pretty much playing alone he's got no they're, they're not they're, he's getting good looks more than likely for the past because people you know are not scared of his receivers at all you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I mean I was uh Simply trying to make the, I think the point that he's like kind of like in an uptrend. Yeah, uh, no, no doubt, no doubt. I just said that too. Because again, he, I think, at least from my perspective, I thought he was going to have a pretty big season because I was leaning partially on the fact that they got Deshaun Jackson. I thought Deshaun was a perfect fit for that team, and then you lose him. Alshon Jeffrey is, I mean, he, I think Always he just up. is an injured type of player, yeah. uh, injury prone type of player at this point in his career. So, uh, I mean, he's been in and out of the lineup, and he was their best receiver. And then you have guys like Nelson Aguilar dropping passes left yeah. and right so it's well look, it's Agu- been like a struggle I think to this point but Aguilar, I, I think in this game there's nothing that scares me on the Giants defense that yeah. would prevent Wentz from having a 300 yard passing game and two or three touchdowns because I mean Goddard Giants probably have a nice that game. bad Goddard will probably have a real nice game even though I mean the Giants linebackers are healthy right now Ogletree's been playing every week right pretty much yeah I mean yeah. but but even so it's not like no, he's you know, he's not, he's not great, but we we talked about him many times. But he's not great, but he's still a solid. He's a solid NFL starter. He's not terrible, you know. We crap on him a lot too because he he's got a pretty decent sized contract, but you know he's not a bad player. Yeah, I agree. But before we leave this game, let's uh, let's make our pick. Who are you taking in this game? It's uh, again a four point spread. Uh, Eagles are favored. I'm gonna go Eagles minus four. I just uh, I think they're gonna 
pull it out, like you said. I think it's more the more likely scenario. But like I said, I could see the Giants uh, squeaking it out. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles as well. I'm not going to trust the Giants in this game. I can maybe see the Eagles winning on a last-second field goal or something like that. But I just think the Eagles are a better team. And so, like I said, that they had the, they had the experience from that, that Super Bowl win. And uh, they should get it done against a, a bad Giants team. But I'm going to be looking for Daniel Jones to, to have a decent game. I think he should hopefully go for 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. Yeah, and probably two fumbles at least, so you figure, right? He's been a little better with that lately, so. Uh, I mean, the week he didn't play, he didn't fumble, right? <laughs> That's true, yeah. I, those count, though. So. <laughs> All right, uh, next, uh, let's see. What, what's, what game should we move on to next? Let's go to the Cowboys. So, uh, Cowboys are banking on an Eagles loss, and they're actually a, a pretty big favorite at home against the, the Washington Deadskins. Uh, who looked pretty dead last week. I believe Case Keenum is going to be starting in this game yeah. this week. Haskins is out. I don't really see – I know we've had conversations about Haskins and his leadership and skill set, blah, blah, blah. He's played pretty I good, I don't actually. really think from like a – but like from, a, I guess, a betting perspective, I don't really see that much of oh, a difference. Keenum helps Haskins him. Haskins or Keenum. Keenum I think Keenum even, helps him. Yeah. yeah, he might even be a little bit better. So, for me – Seeing that, and I, I pointed this out to you before uh, we started recording. Twelve and a half points is a lot for me. Yeah, so, it is a lot. I mean, I'm going to take the Redskins uh, plus twelve and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go right there with you. It's just it is too many points, and then the Cowboys don't need to win that kind of game. Like they're the Cowboys are wounded right now. They're just going to try to like you got to win. You know what I'm saying like I feel like if they'll try to get up two scores and just kind of just pound away and just kind of run the clock and just try to you know pound out a, a grind out a victory in this one. I think I don't, I don't see them putting up huge numbers and throwing the ball over the park, especially with Dak's, uh, you know, bruised wing. His bruised chicken wing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I, uh, at this point, with the way that the Cowboys have been playing, I don't know if they're necessarily a better team. They're, they're a better team, yes, personnel-wise, but with how they're playing, like, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if the Redskins just won the game outright. Yeah, I, guess, I tell you, I just said before, like, I think – I think the Giants could beat the Eagles, and then the Eagles could still make the playoffs because the Cowboys could lose to the, the Redskins. It's 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 crazy. It's, well, I mean, it's it's the NFL. We all have the same salary. Everyone has the same salary cap, and the difference between the top teams and the bottom teams are not that much, really. At the end of the day, now you're talking about two middling teams. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe the Cowboys are a little bit better than the, the Redskins, but they're both somewhat middling teams. It's definitely any you know, it's a puncher's game. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, the uh, New York Jets. They are on the road in Buffalo against a team that has already clinched a playoff spot. Um, and I believe they already clinched the fifth seed because I, I don't think that they yeah. can fall any lower than that. So they don't really have a lot to play for. I haven't really heard if uh, they're going to be playing any of their guys. I assume that they're going to start the game with their starters and then move on uh, maybe in the second half with uh, some of the backups. But – Regardless, Jets going into Buffalo. Buffalo is a one-point favorite at home. Uh, how are you looking at this game? Uh, I like the Jets because I, 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 I'm going to go with the team that I know is going to be playing hard the whole time. And I, you know, I think the Jets want to end the season on a good note. Uh, I think they're going to continue to move forward with Gase, and I think the players know that. So I think they, they're going to they're, they're going to fight for him for, for no other reason than because they have to. So if they want to fight for themselves. They'll fight for Gase. So I think that's what they're going to do this week, and I think they'll they'll win the game. 
I'm thinking the opposite. I think the Bills will still take care of this game. I think they'll they'll pull off the win, even if Josh Allen plays a half. I think even someone like Matt Barkley, who's a, I think a suitable backup, can also like put points on the on the Jets potentially. I think battle that, the USC that, quarterbacks. Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. I didn't really look at it like that, but I think uh, more so uh, this pick. I'm leaning on the Bills just because of the, the defense at home. I can easily see. Sam Darnold throwing three picks in this game and struggling a lot, or the Jets struggling a lot on offense to move the ball. So, That's not what happened the first time they played, though, right? No, that was also the first game of the season, and it was in New York. So, I uh, I mean, they they struggled mightily in that second half in that first game, if you remember. I mean, they had, what, like a 16 nothing no, I'm just saying, or something you're, like that? You're, you're saying it like St. Darnold's going to go in there and throw three picks and just get you know, completely annihilated. Yeah, well, I'm saying the I Bills would have be nothing surprised. to play for. Okay. Yeah, it's also a division rival, though. You know that they're, they're not going to want to drop that game. And I think McDermott's a guy that uh, – he's a coach that's not going to let them go unprepared into that game and not going to yeah. let them kind of, like, slack off. No, no, I'm not saying – I'm not saying the Bills – I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the Bills can't win the game. I'm just saying I just don't – I don't know about the Darnold throw, going in there, throwing three picks and getting just annihilated. Well, you got, you got Dan, This is – you're talking about you're not biased. Here's your two predictions. So, Daniel Jones, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Sam Darnold, three picks against the, uh, the Bills team that's not even really playing this week. Uh, I mean, let's put it into context, though. Daniel Jones is playing at home against a secondary that's been horrible the whole season, and Sam Darnold's going up to a, a stadium that's one of the toughest to play in cold weather against a ferocious defense. Yeah, but so, you know, I mean, it's a completely different situation. Yeah, but one team's fighting for their playoff lives, and one team's not. Bills have nothing to play for, really. So I think there's a big difference there, too. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I also think that Daniel Jones is better than Sam Darnold. So I mean, that's a little bit of a factor too. Yeah, that's a, a huge disagreeable point. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I know you. I know you think that. Believe me. Well, I mean, I guess we can revisit the numbers at the end of the season and see what their uh, career numbers I mean, are looking like so I far. I mean, that's the, the fumbles are a problem, but uh, passing-wise, I think Daniel Jones has shown a lot more promise than Darnold, in my opinion. Well, I mean, the numbers will not bear that out, obviously. So, I mean. All right. Next then, podcast, and, that, that will be a promise that we will have those numbers uh, for everybody and but, but, we'll but, right, like, dive but, into it. But regardless, even going forward, like you really think Daniel Jones looks like a better quarterback right now than Sam Darnold does? Yeah. Oh, okay. That'll be uh, that'll be you would, you would rather have Sam Darnold than Daniel Jones? You're saying definitely. Right now, definitely, yeah. I don't see that at all. Daniel but, Jones has a far better offense around him right now. Far better. It's not even close. You, you know that, right? You, you realize that, right? You you don't deny that, right? I mean, the, the offensive line, how would you grade them? Around the same? I would say, that if anything, the, it's close, but the Jets are probably a little bit worse. I'd say. I mean, that's, that's debatable. I, I don't know if I would have Jets offensive line is terrible that. this year. Absolutely Gi- The Giants terrible. offensive line, there have been times where they're just getting pummeled the backwards. And the Jets, absolutely the same thing and worse. And the offensive skill position all over the field, the, Jets, the Giants have the better players. So, I mean – yeah, I mean, Giants have have more weapons, I would say, but even so, I I haven't seen it, it, it. You have to put it all in the context. We can talk about maybe some other like uh, quarterbacks that have like different weapons or don't have different weapons. Some guys like do a lot more with less. Look at what Lamar Jackson is doing. 
Yeah, I but mean, no one's do, comparing do, either do, one of these players. Are the Ra- Jackson, we're not we're not comparing these. You know, no, these no, no, I, I know, but uh, I'm making a, a comparison from that argument. To how many weapon? How many legitimate weapons? Like if if they had, let's say hypothetically speaking, the the Ravens didn't have Lamar Jackson, and then in this offseason they traded for Dak Prescott. Would an excuse for Dak that team, struggling that with the team, Ravens be that they but that have team no specifically weapons? that team specifically is built around Lamar Jackson? That team is specifically built around him. Like they've built what does a that team. Even mean they didn't. They they've put in the Oklahoma style system with Oklahoma players that run that college-ish system for Lamar Jackson. So you wouldn't really want to put any regular quarterback into that system. So that's a really maybe a bad example, but I get what you're saying. Like you could put Dak in a less uh, a, a situation where he has less talent than he currently does. But, again, I would argue that Dak doesn't have a – besides the offensive line, doesn't have a tremendous amount of talent around him. I'm not, I mean, Amari Cooper is real good, but he's been injured the whole season. And you wouldn't put him in the, the top, top ten, you know, the, the, you know, of the NFL. You know, he's not, he's not Michael Thomas by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, he's like having Stephon Diggs on your team. You know, he's not – you know, the, uh, Kirk Cousins has Amari got two Cooper? of those guys. Yeah. I – I mean, I disagree with that. I feel like Cowboy fans have talked him up a lot, lot more highly regarded than that. I mean, but are you talking to Cowboy fans? Or are you talking to me right now? Are you debating Cowboy fans in general? Or are you debating with me right now? I guess debating you, but Amari Cooper. You don't. You think Amari Cooper is on the same level as Diggs? You think yeah, talent-wise I mean, are the same? I mean, especially this season. I mean, Amari's been dealing with injuries all season. Agree. He hasn't I mean, done really doesn't done much at all. I mean, we're talking about guys healthy. Like, I, I understand, like, he's been hurt this season, but. Yeah, but I mean, he's the past fully healthy. How, I mean, he had a really. better player. I mean, Amari had one really great season with Dak when he first came to the Cowboys last season, like, for those, like, whatever, 10, 12 games. But other than that, with the Raiders, he didn't do a ton to say he's so much better than Stephon Diggs. I would take Stephon Diggs. I mean, I think they're both really good receivers. I think they're, they're comparable, though. You really think that – you think Amari's clearly better than Stephon Diggs? Talent-wise, I think so, yes. I think it's real close, honestly. They're, they're both – I mean, kind of, he's not – kind of similar-ish. Kind he's of similar-ish. not, like, on another level. He's not, like, a, a Hopkins type of – if you're going to compare DeAndre yeah, Hopkins to, like – He's a low-level – Mark Cooper, but – Mark Cooper's a low-end number one receiver. He's a very – he's a low – he's on the low end of the number one receivers. And Diggs is, what, more of, like, a two? Yeah, high-end two, maybe. Low-end one. I think Diggs okay. could be a, be a one. I mean, it's close. But my, my, my point is, like, it's not like Amari, I mean, Dak's not, not throwing to, you know, Michael Thomas and Odell Beckham Jr. either. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's got, you know, ridiculous talent around his skill positions. I mean, he's got – Well, this, this conversation all originally stemmed from Darnold not having any weapons, apparently. But Lamar Jackson has no weapons. So, I mean, it's yeah, – you, I mean, you, you can see talent when a guy is able to – Show flashes yeah. or or play consistently but with Daniel a jo- lack of talent. Dan- but uh, Sam Darnold's got his team with seven wins with uh, lack of talent around him. What has Daniel Jones got his team at win wise? I mean, they got four wins, but who do you think has a better team, better roster? I mean, I mean Giants, it's argue it's close. Giants have more. You're saying Giants have more weapons, but a guy like. Darius Slayton has emerged this year. Who I mean, we didn't really account for him at all at the beginning of the season. Sterling Shepard is more of like a number two receiver, and he's playing a number he's one good. receiver position. Evan Ingram's mm-hmm. been hurt the whole season. Saquon Barkley obviously is a beast, but the Jets also have Le'Veon Bell that they don't use. So, I mean, 
it, there's different arguments that, that you can make. I don't think we, we're going to see eye to eye on this until maybe two year, another two years down the road where we have more of a, I guess, a sample size of how they've, what we've seen from them, well, what their statistics are. You're at least lucky that you got, you get to bank uh, your hat on Daniel Jones now and not on uh, Josh Rosen, Rosen anymore. You're lucky that that switch kind of got, got made at some point. Well, there's no point in, I mean, if you want to keep talking about No, no, we don't have to. Josh Rosen, like, but yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any point to talking about him anymore. I just wanted to start this, you know, this debate actually began really there. And I, now we've gotten to Daniel Jones, but we, that's where actually the debate did begin. Okay. But, I mean, let's see Daniel – or let's see uh, Darnold prove me wrong because I haven't seen that yet. Well, I mean, he's, he's still in the league, unlike your boy Rosen. He's about to be yeah. out of the league. All right. Yeah. Let's, I think it's time to move on <laughs> to the next game because the Josh Rosen situation is just going to hover over me for the rest of my life. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on. I, you got you to gotta, you gotta take it a little bit, Rob. I mean, this is, this is the no, – I, I, Hey, I know. We'll, we'll, this is the Eagles the, destroying we'll us. the pro segment, find the, the clips, the Rosen clips that I've had. Bro, and Rob, come on. Send them this to is, me but this is the episode that we're, we're doing when the Cowboy season is ending. I got to give a little back to you. I mean, I'm getting destroyed here today. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, this is what it is. I mean, the Cowboys they had higher expectations. Yeah, they, I agree. They I flopped agree. this year. Yeah, so. they absolutely did. It's and the Giants have flopped a, on my expectations, my low expectations that I had yeah. already. So. Well, that's what I was actually thinking about that, too. Like, you know, you're criticizing me for my expectations being too high, but your, your expectations were equally too high on the Giants because you thought they were going to win seven games or six. I mean, that's not saying a lot. And yeah, they have well, four I mean, wins. Me, I mean, the Cowboys have seven wins. Maybe they're going to get eight, and I thought they were going to win ten. So, I mean, we're off by a couple games. What are you going to do? We're both off by, like, what, two, three games. It's, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. It's called the three-game it's it's three bias, I think. It's like a general rule. You're going to add three wins to your team's record. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So, we have uh, two other picks to make each. I'll, uh, I'll make my first one. Excuse me. Uh, it's – uh, I'm going to actually take the this, – this is probably surprising to you. I'm going to take the Steelers on the road in Baltimore, minus two. Baltimore, yeah, like Mark Jackson's not playing. RG3 is going to play. Steelers have to win this game. I just think that they're like going to get up for it and, and, and bring it. The, the game's meaningless for the Ravens. So, uh, yeah, I think the – I like what Tomlin's done with the team this season. So, I think that they respond in this type of game, especially against a division rival. RG3 – I, I mean, we haven't seen much from him the past handful of years. I can't see him lighting anything up this uh, this game. I think maybe he'll struggle a little bit actually with that Steelers defense. But give me some Steelers minus two. I like it a lot. Um, the Steelers are a quarterback away from being a really really good team. It's really crazy. Yeah, they're just so well ma- built that that organization is just always consistently good. I like to pick um, the, other, the game. I kind of liked was uh, Atlanta Falcons at. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Jameis doesn't have his two stud weapons, Godwin and Evans, and uh, the, the Falcons have been playing really good. Matt Ryan's been playing really well, and they, he has that team rolling. That team would be a legitimate contender if they had won a couple games earlier in the season, because they not maybe, okay. That's a little too far. Legitimate contender, but they would be you know they'd be in the playoffs. You know they'd be a team no one would want any part of because they've been super hot lately. And I like them in a pick'em game against against Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's fair. That was one game I did not want to touch. I don't like 
getting involved in any Buccaneers games because yeah. there's always shenanigans that go yeah, on. Yeah, but you know what, bro? Without, like a million I thought about picks that. by Jameis Winston, or yeah. he throws three picks in a game, but throws for 450 yards and yeah, three that's, touchdowns. That's because of Godwin's and Evans, though. <laughs> that's what that's what that comes. Yeah. But Mike those Evans is done for the year, so those boys that's are a good point. Those boys are dirty. Those are some really good receivers. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's fair. I mean, Atlanta's been a weird team this season too. They started off horrendously, and yeah. now they've rallied a lot, like the second half of the season. So they've looked a little bit better. I can I can see that happening as a result, uh, and then winning this game. It's a it's a pick 'em. So yeah. uh, they're saying that Atlanta on the road is the favorite. They're better by three points. So yeah, uh, that's an interesting. I think a decent pick. So we picked the Cowboys. We picked the Eagles. Giants. We have, I guess, three other games. So we just did one each. You want to go to your second one? Oh, we did the Jets also. We did the Jets. We have one other game. game, Yeah. So my other game is I'm taking, uh, I mean, the the team that I had mentioned before about uh, possibly picking them or putting a little friendly wager on on them for the Super Bowl is that's the Chiefs. They're eight and a half point favorite at home. But the Chargers have been a dumpster fire this year, surprisingly. And uh, the the Chargers were one of the teams that played them tough last year, but I just I think the Chiefs are absolutely rolling right now. Their defense is playing well. The offense from the Chargers has been so inconsistent this season, and I think Mahomes is going to put up points in this game. Eight and a half, What's, I think, is a lot for this team for this game, but I think that they'll cover. My only concern would be is what do they have to play for? Are they are they playing for anything? The the Chiefs. They I have think to win this game. They're still playing for a bye potentially. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that is. I mean, I, I like it. I was thinking about that game a little bit too. That's what I was concerned about, though. I did wasn't sure exactly what their motivation would be going. What could they earn by winning this week? Uh, yeah, not not a bad not a bad look. I actually like a similar situation. I, I like the Saints to uh, to blow out. Oh my god, who are they playing again? Oh my god, I forgot. I just had it in front of me. To blow out the Carolina Panthers. Um, they're going to get the ball to CMC as much as they can. But I think uh, the Saints are going to, you know, blow them out this week, take care of business. And that's a 13-point game. Will, yeah, Will Greer is starting this week for for Carolina. So that should be uh, easy money for the Saints, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I looked at that one, and I'm like, I want no part of that because that's just way too many points for me. With a guy like CMC, uh, you know that they're just going to feed him the yeah. entire game, and the Saints are going to know It was that. a bang-out last time. A lot, a, bang of, out. a lot of teams have known that he's going to keep getting the ball, and he keeps making big plays. So, I, yeah, I wanted to stay away from that game. The other game that I was, like, looking at potentially was the Bengals against – Bengals at home against the Browns. The I actually Bengals, like the Browns. I actually the, like the Browns that game. I actually like the Bengals plus three. I'm not using this as one of my picks, but that was one that I was potentially looking at because what are the Browns like playing for at this point? They're, they're just I think like, they are though. They're, they're, just, a, they, they're like a, a teammate on teammate fight on the sideline away uh, just from like ending the season. I, I think, I think they are trying to just put something together though. I mean, they're, they've been struggling to get, you know, relevant again. I think Baker's a, a fighter too. He's not going to, he's not going to stand for that. I don't, I don't know. I think they're going to win the game. Baker uh, doesn't handle anything the way that he should, though. Uh, it's, it's I'm not, a lot of I'm not saying that. there. It's I know, bad I agree. coaching, bad leadership. They definitely uh, got to get rid of Freddie Kitchens. He's just not he, – I, I like him as a person, but I just don't – I don't think he has the organization skills to be a – He's made some really questionable choices, yeah. like week in and week out, it seems like. So he, he doesn't seem like the right guy to me for the, for the job. So uh, – yeah, I mean, but besides that, I uh, I'd I don't love think to see the I necessarily like that many other games in terms no, of like it's tough. The spreads. Tough week. I was maybe thinking about 
I mean, Miami is in New England, and they're a 16 and a half point underdog. I think that's a lot of points. Jesus. So I, I don't. Patriots haven't shown me in a while that they're going to blow someone out by 17 points. And the Patriots don't have much motivation cover. this weekend either, right? They, they're pretty much. Well, they're in. still they're still kind of fighting for that oh, that buy with the Chiefs. So uh, I think that they still have something to play for. It just is a matter of yeah, them getting it done by 17 points. Yeah. And Miami hasn't exactly been like a a complete pushover uh, since they went to Fitzpatrick and left uh, the leadership of Josh Rosen, who you alluded to earlier. Josh Rosen's the man. Um, actually, you know, we were talking about we were talking about the Browns. I actually like to go to Odell. I, you know, I would love to see. I would love to see the Cowboys get their hands on Odell Beckham Jr. I, and I was looking at the over the cap numbers for Odell. Um, the Browns can actually trade Odell with zero cap penalty to them. So it's actually might be something they'd be open to. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's also alluded to wanting to leave. So I can definitely see that happening. Uh, it's yeah, he's just, been, he's uh, been hurt it's a matter year. of them getting it done and getting what they uh, think they deserve yeah. in return. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I would love to see them just swap Amari Cooper, just franchise Amari Cooper and just swap him, swap receivers. You can have Amari, we'll take Odell. Yeah, that's fair. We'll get rid of, and then we'll get Brady. We'll get let Dak walk. We'll be all set. I think uh, you guys need a complete overhaul with uh, certain things with the coaching staff. And yeah, I'm really interested I mean, to see how that it's, goes. It's it's going to be interesting because if they if they bring in like a coach and then like keep certain aspects of the coaching staff like in place, like the offensive coordinator, let's say, or defensive coordinator. Yeah, that's not. I don't like that. I really don't like that situation. I I just think it's just adds too much of a power dynamic between the coaching staff. You don't want you want everyone to be on the same page, on the same staff. I think the Cowboys could benefit from having some up-and-coming coaches, not such established coaches. Like our defensive backs coach is the former defensive coordinator for the Legion of Boom in Seattle. The Cowboys pay him a defensive coordinator salary, basically to be a passing game coordinator and defensive backs coach, basically. He's he's basically the de facto defensive coordinator, but like, Look, and, and, and our defensive coordinator is an older guy, and I get it, but at the same time, like, the power structure matters, and the Cowboys, I don't know, they need to maybe be a little bit more simple in the way they're doing things and not spend – like, they're spending a tremendous amount of money even on their coaching, and it's just like it's getting you nothing in return, really, at the end of the day. Just, you know, maybe just do it a little bit differently. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, sometimes you got to completely gut the situation and uh, take it apart and start it from scratch. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think we'll have a little bit more to talk about whether the Giants can beat the Eagles or not, and uh, that'll give us a little bit more clarity on what I think where, where the Cowboys are going to go into next season. By this time next week, Jason Garrett may not have a job anymore. So, yeah. And uh, we'll we be probably having, talking having draft. a completely different sit, uh, situation on our hands. But, and we'll be talking nothing but draft. Yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, cut it. Uh, let's end it. Cut it. Let's cut it. gut it. Cut it. Let's – talk about our twitter handle at second and nine uh we're also on apple Podcasts and uh, spotify so uh give us a subscribe download and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon and we'll preview our, our next episode of the first round of the playoffs but uh i'll see you later tony see you later brother